of giving your stuff away. Why don't you do now? Like the millionaires do. Welcome back to Building the Bach, and I'm your host, Jason Spies. In our next segment, we talk about that coexistence of ag and energy. Some examples are ethanol, the sharing of rail, and new innovations coming out of the wet gas of the Bakken that is going to have a tremendous impact on both the economy and the agriculture world. For this segment, we interview the CEO of Whiting Petroleum, Jim Volker, and the CEO of Continental Resources, Harold Hamm. This is Harold Hamm, CEO of Continental Resources. This interview is brought to you by Montana Rig Mats, specializing in rig mats, camp mats, and custom fabrication. That's Montana Rig Mats. Give them a call at 1-855-444-MATS. That's 1-855-444-MATS. Or visit their website at www.mtrigmat.com. That's www.mtrigmat.com. Montana rig mats, made in Montana, shipped anywhere in the world. Jack, can I jump over the candlestick? Why don't you do now? Like the millionaires do. Put your stuff on the market. You can make a million too. This is Harold Hamm, CEO of Continental Resources. Uh, I'd like to ask you about the relationship between ag and energy. It kind of started with ethanol, and we've seen an increase with the uh, LGN products and even the rail. If you could just comment maybe on that relationship between energy and ag. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take it. Well, first of all, uh, you know, those two are the prime, premier industries of the state and uh, very important here, and we recognize that. And, you know, working with uh, landowners and you know what we do uh, that's what we all do the eco pad development has been tremendous uh, you know and uh, the lateral development uh, minimizes surface usage and has worked uh, very well you know ethanol is uh, a deal on its own uh, you know a lot of people are wanting to see the mandates go away the uh, RFS that's, that's bought uh, by the refineries and and used, uh, you know, probably it's time to phase that out. Sometime in the future, it came about uh, 2007, George Bush, uh, you know, put that in. Uh, and and those mandates, as, as you're aware, uh, that was a time before people realized the full potential of the resource, uh, full resource potential of this country. Uh, so, uh, is it time to back up on that and maybe narrow that down. I don't know. We'll see what the politicians do. Thank you. Carol, I guess I'll uh, take one more shot at that and simply say that, uh, you know, the relationship between ag and the oil and gas industry uh, is one that goes back to the founding of our industry. That's why we call our departments that work with the surface owners our land departments. And we honor those relationships because without them we don't have a place to grow so it's very important for us uh, to be good stewards of the land air and water as well as the oil and gas resource and uh, all three of us up here believe in that um, and we're doing a lot of things whether it's 
the eco pads that Harold has just talked about, or the natural gas processing plants and the pipelines. Um, I said in my talk, you know, Whiting's got about $600 million tied up in the plants and pipelines that we put in here to capture that natural gas resource and to see that it works well for the surface owner, the mineral interest owner, who in this state, fortunately, are many private individuals who are farmers and ranchers, and uh, for the state as a whole, so that we maintain that quality of life. Uh, we all want to see that quality of life, uh, if not only maintained, but improved. Thanks. How about the competition for resources between the two, though, between agriculture and energy? Is there an easy solution to that in terms of rail, truck, this type of thing? Uh, there's only so much of that around up here, I would think. So the, the resource itself here in the Williston Basin, uh, I'll quote my friend Harold here, who says there's only, there is only one Bakken. And in our opinion, I think jointly, it's going to be here for decades and decades. Uh, we're driving, we used to think currently of being able to re recover about 10% of the resource in place. Now, I think we're all three thinking 20% or better. And I think 10 years from now, it might be up to 40%. So, um, <clears throat> that means that if we do a good job now, we'll be able to continue to recover that resource with just, I'll say, the space and the takeaway capacity that we put in place today. And so, in my talk, I spoke a little bit about uh, pipeline capacity. Uh, at least in the history of the oil business, that has been the most uh, economic and environmentally uh, sensitive way to move oil from the field to the refinery and then distribute it. So uh, uh, we're pleased to see that a number of the midstream companies and then a number of the interstate pipeline companies are making major investments here in the state, basically to expand their lines. By that I mean loop their lines <clears throat> so that the takeaway capacity in their existing right-of-ways uh, will grow. And I think that'll, be, that'll go a long way to uh, solving the takeaway capacity. And that was the CEO of Whiting Petroleum, Jim Volker, and the CEO of Continental Resources, Harold Hamm. To listen to full-length interviews and other features of the merger and coexistence of ag and energy, visit our website at www.buildingthebakken.com. Why don't you do now? This interview is brought to you by Montana Rig Mats, specializing in rig mats, camp mats, and custom fabrication. That's Montana Rig Mats. Give them a call at 1-855-444-MATS. That's 1-855-444-MATS. Or visit their website at www.mtrigmat.com. That's www.mtrigmat.com. Montana Rig Mats, made in Montana, shipped anywhere in the world. On our front porch saying hot stuff will say why don't you do now like the millionaires do 
Interested in news from the Bakken? Sign up for the Building the Bakken newsletter at buildingthebakken.com. It's always interesting. Uh, and the one I remember was a lady, a German reporter, and she said, you know, in, in Germany, we look at what's happening in Williston as how it impacts the U.S. economy. Uh, that really was an eye-opener for me to think that in Germany, they actually recognize what's happening in northwest North Dakota is impacting the U.S. economy. Sitting on a million, oh, sitting on it every day. Can't make no money giving your stuff away. Why don't you do now? Like the millionaires do. Building the Bakken is more than just oil and money. It's about the people and the community. You know, I was tourism director when we were the least visited state in the country. And I remember Eric Severide, a famous North Dakota broadcaster who made big time in CBS once, called North Dakota his home state, uh, the rectangular blank spot in the nation's mind. And what's so funny is today it's the rectangular stage under the nation's spotlight because everybody's curious about North Dakota. It's a cold draft laying low to the floor. Blankets on the couch trying to keep me warm. Well... That's just part of living here. No, 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 thank God the heater works. Snow's following, starting to blow. Season drifting up on my front door. Well, life slows down at a few below. There's nothing better than finding oil on your own land. But I'm walking, I'm talking, I'm smoking, I'm joking with the people that I know. The social and uh, those kind of pressures, the financial pressures of being 18 and making a lot of money with you know minimal support system, it, it, it it's interesting. We're very fond of the uh, parks and rec in Williston. Yes, the Broadway shining with the marquee sign. Frozen cobblestone reflects the night. Small city, it's a big time life. Watford City will be the boom town. Walking, I'm talking, I'm smoking, I'm joking with the people that I know. Obviously, North Dakota and the Bakken Formation are, are world famous. I'm spinning, I'm greener. I hope my car starts when I. I brought my twin daughters back during Christmas, and I showed them where we used to drag Maine and how everything was different, and actually where we turn around is now turned into a couple of uh, dancing clubs, oh. if you will, uh, at the end of Maine. That... The car's dead, you know the windows froze. I feel the wind chill down to my toes. Well, I'm glad I don't live too far away. What's your plan this next week? I'm going to retrofit my truck, get a bunch of lobsters, and drive to North Dakota, right? Everyone's like, you're crazy. And he sold out in an afternoon. On my way back home. Because I'm walking, I'm talking, I'm smoking, I'm joking with the people that I the gal that runs the pizza ranch here in town, she figured there might be hungry folks up there at school, and all of a sudden here she shows up with 30 or 40 pizzas and, and pop. I mean, it was just and just right out of the goodness of her heart. I'm talking, I'm smoking, I'm joking with the people that I know. But we live this every day. My kids go to school with the kids whose parents are in this industry. We, we go to church with these guys. We, we see them all day, every day. I hope my car starts when I 